Welcome back to the STG Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 11. You got us three on the line tonight. We got Jesse. What's up? We got Clark on the line. Hello. And we also have a very special guest tonight and a very good friend of mine. I'll be introducing him after our introduction. But first of all, I just want to say welcome Ben Kettlecamp to the podcast. And uh, we're excited to have you tonight. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on, and I appreciate what you guys are doing. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, you've got some really cool things going on in your life as well, and uh, we'll definitely be diving into that in a couple minutes, and definitely excited to get things rolling for this podcast. This is a very special episode to us three, and uh, we'll get this thing rolling. But to start off, we have a big shirt drop coming this Saturday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. We got the Lifting Club tee dropping along with the new wave tee dropping and uh let me say these shirts might be my new favorite ones of the collection yeah. what would you guys these say? Are, they're pretty nice i uh i'm not used to wearing white shirts like at all but i really like that that wave tee um and the uh the other t-shirts pretty pretty nice too i, li- I like the big logo yeah yeah, I've already got more comments on this shirt and the one time I've worn it than like all the other ones combined and all the other ones are, are great shirts. So that's speaking volumes to the new shirt drop that we put together. Yeah, and I'm thinking we, we built some good versatility in this thing, too. I mean, I think it looks great in the gym. I think it looks good with a night out with friends. Um, I'm excited. So make sure to check that out this Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time at stgfitness.com. And while you're at that, too, um, we're going to be running some deals on our other T-shirts. And make sure to pick up a program, too. I don't know what you guys are doing, not hopping on the program yet. But uh, get yourself some gains. Jesse's got some A1 programming, so be sure to check that out as well this Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. So like we usually do each week, um, let's just give a training and life update. Uh, Clark or Jesse, whichever one of you two want to start off. Let's uh, update the listeners. You got yeah, finishing. Yeah, I'll start. So uh, on the last week, so I just finished the last week of the hypertrophy program. This, or I'm sorry, I finished the second to last week of the hypertrophy program this week. And then next week will be the last program. And then I'm going to be starting a uh, powerlifting program after that. Everything's going well so far. Definitely kind of at that point of the, um, programming where I'm kind of ready to finish one up and get started on the new one. But sometimes you get the most results on the things you want to do the least. So I'm just pushing through this last week and everything's been going great. School's been a lot this week, but we got through it past everything and we're moving on to the next week, taking things one week at a time. Very nice. I can't wait for you to join that powerlifting club. I'm excited. I'm really excited to start. Are you going to, which, uh, which power program are you going to do? Uh, I don't know yet. I was going to actually ask you. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll talk later. Um, yes. Uh, training and life update for me. Uh, recently, just a week within this past week, got a bike. Last year, I tried to get into some cycling, but th- between COVID and manufacturers, like everything was out of stock. Couldn't find anything this year. I think I actually lucked out because pretty similar situation right now where things are out of stock and stuff like that. So I was pretty lucky that a bike shop in town had two bikes available. And um, 
he's been in town forever. He sold my mom a bike when she first moved here. So he hooked me up a little bit and uh, been, today was my second ride. I did a short run before that and then did a, a 15 mile ride, well, 16 mile ride today, which uh, definitely got to get used to. Um, next couple of weeks, going to be getting more cycling appropriate gear, shoes, um, clothing and stuff like that. Cause I know those will help a lot. Um, so yeah, that's how it's going for me. Lifting's going good. Gonna try my best in combining endurance training and resistance training and hopefully make a program to release in May. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, coming off a deload week. So kind of gave my central nervous system a little time to relax, but uh, I think we, we had a really good week of training just overall building some confidence and just working on technique, but tomorrow we're treating tomorrow kind of like a meet day. We got a full squat bench deadlift workout and I think we're now 33 days out from competition. So things are definitely ramping up. I uh, watched the collegiate and junior nationals for the USAPL this past weekend and just seeing those guys compete definitely got me fired up and um, some good motivation to finish out the last uh, five weeks of training. Um, I'd say I'm hopefully another day closer to obtaining a fair life sponsorship, but uh, <laughs> I guess we'll, I guess we'll see. Um, just you, got, you gotta, you gotta try the uh, fair life elite protein shakes, dude, those things. Maybe that's why they haven't sponsored me yet. Maybe I have I to know. give that a try, but uh, I mean, those things macros is like 42. It's like 230 calories, 42 grams of protein, yeah. less than 10 grams of carbs, less than five grams of fat. I mean, they're, they're a little expensive. They're a little pricey. They're it's like, worth it for I think, the gains, though. I think it's almost like $4 a bottle. Yeah. But uh, they're pretty amazing. So for sure, for sure. And uh, yeah, we're wrapping up my MBA program in two and a half weeks. I think I have two class sessions left. So definitely getting excited to be done with school, figure out where I'm going to be working after school. So uh, just a lot up in the air, but just exciting times ahead. And I'm just very blessed to be in the position that I'm in. So yeah, let's, uh, let's get the, let's get this thing rolling. We're going to dive into today's topic. And I, I kind of just named this the love for the process for this episode. Um, and I have no idea where this podcast is going to take us today. Uh, I th- we have an outline set out, but I have no idea where this is going to go, but uh, definitely excited to introduce Ben Cuddlecamp to the podcast. Uh, we were teammates for three years in college. I believe we were roommates for our Florida trip my freshman year and uh we went to Hawaii together and Ben is honestly someone that I know truly enjoys the process loves life embraces nature and uh is one of the hardest working people that I know and when we were talking about bringing on guests to this podcast he was one of the first names that really came to my mind and I'm definitely excited that he was willing to come on tonight to talk with you all because he's got some big things in store, training for an Ironman challenge, coming up with an MBA graduation as well. And I know he has a lot of stories to tell you guys as well. So um, I'm going to allow him to kind of just give a background of who he is, um, what he's all about, and uh, we'll go from there. Well, thank you, Grant. That was a generous generous intro. Um, You want a short story background on how I ended up doing an Ironman or like a lifelong uh, story about, you know, what kind of person just decides to do an Ironman out of nowhere. Um, I can give you the short one first. 
it's it's kind of the the deal with the pandemic and jesse you were talking about this in one of the past episodes all the gyms closed down uh and you're, you're yeah. left with not a lot of options so um uh, i think like right away I, I just started running um and about you know like three or four runs in i sprained my ankle uh, so that was kind of <laughs> that was kind of devastating to me um and it kind of like made me so mad that I just ran on it. Uh, I took like a day or two off and I started running on it, like all taped up. Um, but that kind of triggered something in me where I was listening to motivational uh, things and got really motivated to where I was thinking that like everything was possible uh, running every day and just kind of with the, the freedom of quarantine, um, I felt like I could do anything. Uh, and so I, I signed up for an Ironman uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, it's something new. I didn't know. I don't know how to swim that well or how to, you know, bike and run all in the same day, <laughs> um, let alone for that long of a distance. But um, one thing that I've, I've kind of set out to do is just continuously learn uh, before the pandemic hit. Um, I was going to, I had an internship while attending grad school and just kind of focusing on my self-development. Um, and before I started learning about self-development, um, I thought it was for myself so I could set up success and, and then do good things um, in my life um, for Christ and, and, and everything else for my family. But uh, then I realized after working on myself that the more you work on yourself, the, the more you benefit others right away. Um, so I just kind of jumped all in and I said, what's the biggest goal that I can think of? Uh, and that kind of landed on Ironman because uh, I was left with cardio in the pandemic. Yeah, that's, that's quite a big, quite a big <laughs> shock. Definitely. But, but yeah, I totally agree in terms of just with everything shutting down and not having the ability to weight train, which, you know, for the three of us and, and, and for you, um, is a big part of our fitness is just lifting, but definitely, you know, it came to a surprise for me when we talked about one of our podcasts, like what's your favorite exercise. I mean, when I actually think about it, running has to be my favorite exercise because it's the one thing that you can do, you know, regardless of a gym or not. Um, and then it opens the door for other things. So, um, you know, even for me, I've thought about maybe in the future, if I really wanted to dive into endurance, doing some kind of marathon triathlon or, or go extreme with the Ironman. Um, I'm a pretty, for being a big guy, I'm a, I am a good swimmer, did swim team for like four or five years growing up through middle school and part of high school, um, running as a 235 pound person, uh, is a little difficult, <laughs> But uh, dropping weight and getting better at it last year, I started off around this time just sucking wind to run a mile and a half. And then by the end of the summer, a five-mile run was no problem. So I kind of maintained a little bit of running through the winter just on a treadmill, which I hate doing. Treadmill running sucks. But getting better at it, and, and it's like understanding how beneficial – and important to even strength training, um, building an aerobic base um, has a lot more transference to strength than you think. Your, your muscles ability to 
have blood flow throughout your body, it can benefit your strength training quite a bit, you know, depending on how you balance it, which is part of what I'm doing for a new program. But deciding to do an Ironman out of nowhere, man, that's that's crazy. <clears throat> now, now, Ben, so do you want to give our listeners an idea of what an Ironman is? Because I think we're building this thing and they're like, what are these guys like talking about? So if you want to just like give them a background of what it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, because when I kind of committed myself to it, I didn't fully know uh, everything that it would be uh, because it is a 2.4 mile swim uh, to start off with. And then you bike for 112 miles and then you run a marathon uh, to complete the day. So it is a all day event. Uh, one of the more grueling uh, sporting events uh, there are for athletes. And something inspired me to just go for it. Um, I, I don't know. And that's, that's kind of where we can start talking about faith. Um, that was a big part of it is a year ago, I, I hadn't been running that much. I, you know, I just started into it, uh, like Jesse said. You know, I'd ran a couple miles and I was still a little bit away from my home and I, I started to walk just because I was kind of out of shape. Um, but the part of the, the faith part for me is I couldn't do that today uh, if I tried. I still couldn't do it today if I tried. I might be able to gut out one of those three legs, but um, I couldn't do all three together. But the, the biggest thing is, is having the faith that I will be able to do it. Uh, and my, in the faith in God that, um, if I put in the work and trust in him, um, I will get there. And even I'm committed to this race, like the race day is coming. I'm, I'm signed up. So, um, it's kind of a cool way that I've kind of been working on my faith. Um, because we also didn't have church during the pandemic. Um, and I was like, what am I going to do? Um, you know, this is kind of just how I brought things together for myself to stay focused and not get distracted on uh, other things, you know, um, staying inside, gaining the COVID-15 or, or whatever it was and just staying focused on the goals. Yeah. So um, kind of like talking about the process of like ramping up, getting ready to complete the Ironman challenge. What does your training like what does kind of your day to day, your nutrition uh, what is that all kind of looking like? Like when, when do you compete and how do you prepare to go about it? Yeah. So it's, it's quite a bit. Um, the race is September 12th. And so I have, um, just about five months to get ready. If that's right. You know, it's almost April 12th. Um, but my training program is a 21 week program, uh, and it's going to start April 20th. And it's, it's a no days off program. Um, every Tuesday will be kind of a day off. It's a strength training day. So it's like you guys are talking about strength still does help endurance. Um, but with that strength training day, I'll be able to um, do a lot of stretching, maybe some yoga, some light strength training, uh, try to recover a little bit. But day to day, it, it's cardio every day. It's either two disciplines or one discipline almost every day. And then in the middle of the program, I actually am going to do a half Ironman uh, to see where I'm at. Uh, so I got to build up to that, but 
starting here, uh, April 20th, I'm starting out with five mile runs, uh, about a 25 mile bike ride and a thousand meters uh, in the pool. And that's not, that's not horrible when you're doing one of those uh, in one workout, it's a decent cardio session, but you know, once you, once you combine those though, that's a different animal. It is. A different <clears throat> uh, and that's when the nutrition comes into play because Absolutely. what I, what I really found out in quarantine uh, was that, you know, we are built for endurance. Uh, one of our, our biggest things as humans is endurance. Uh, I love powerlifting. That's what I've been doing for the past eight years. I know you guys love powerlifting. Um, but endurance is one of those things that, you know, we've, in, we've evolved as humans uh, running uh, we we're runners at, in our DNA. And so once you build endurance, it's like exponential, you know, you, you can keep building it. So once you put together new, the nutrition for it, uh, you can really start to get in those really long days. Um, and if you have the discipline, um, and the faith, you can reach Ironman's st status, um, just by putting in the work, uh, because I think, and, you know, Ironman is something that anyone can do. Uh, it really is. And you look at the recap videos of it, the world championships, uh, all, there's 41 Ironmans throughout the world. There's people of all ages uh, and sizes that do it. And Jesse, you mentioned possibly doing one in the future at 235. There's, there's guys at 235 that have done one before. Yeah. Um, there's uh, one of my bigger inspirations in the past few months uh, is a guy with Down syndrome. Uh, he completed an Ironman. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Do you know, I think, I think, I, I think I remember seeing that cause that, that speaks true to me because I have a Downs brother. Um, so that, that's, that's incredible. It is incredible. Uh, Chris Nickick is his name. If uh, you're, yeah, that, that name's familiar. So yeah, one thing. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Clark. Oh yeah. No, just one thing that I, been meaning to say and you keep kind of alluding to it and a thing that really stuck out with me or stuck out to me is that you said that you had very very little training and running biking and swimming but you decided to just sign up and just say okay god here's what i want to do this is what i'm doing get me to there and that's something that i know like the three of us that sits really close to home with us because we had no idea how to run a business. We had no idea how many people were going to follow us. We had no idea what was going to happen, but we just started it. And I think that's something that takes a lot of courage for anyone to do. You know, us as humans have a tendency to look at every single thing that could go wrong, every single thing that um, could, could potentially be a hurdle or an obstacle and say, okay, this is why I'm not going to do that. And especially, you know, me, I'm just thinking to myself, just, you know, cold turkey signing up for an Ironman right now. And I would think of a million different hurdles. Um, so I think that's like a huge, huge sign of courage. And it, like, it speaks volumes to anything in life. And like, for our listeners that are thinking, you know, should I start lifting? Should I apply to this grad school? Should I do that? I think a lot of times you just have to go and just trust the process, like love the process, like this ap episode is called and you're going to get there eventually. And if you don't, you know that you did everything you could to lay your, lay yourself, lay yourself out on the line to do so. And that's, that's really awesome how you said that, that you, you did it that way. You didn't spend months, you know, thinking about it and trying to prepare and then being like, okay, I'll sign up. You just signed up. 
Yeah, 100%. You uh, you hit it on the head. You just kind of have to, you have to take a leap of faith. And, you know, I could have signed up for a smaller triathlon uh, or something like that. But, you know, that's, that's kind of taking away from what I could gain uh, in, in terms of how much I believe in, in God, uh, if he gets me to that goal. Uh, and just, you know, you said courage. That's one thing that I think about a lot. Um, one of my inspirations before I did make the decision to sign up was um, the verse uh, 2 Timothy 1.7. Uh, it's, for God did not give us the spirit of fear, uh, but of power, love, and self-control. And so I started to uh, repeat that, uh, take it to the heart. And um, I said, all right, well, if I don't have fear, uh, what could I do um, with enough time? And so that goal of uh, endurance, I was like, yeah, that's something that's achievable through time. Uh, and I, if I don't have fear, I know there's going to be hurdles, like you mentioned. I've already come across a lot. Um <laughs> you know, just minor things, um, getting set up for it, the equipment, and then navigating everyday life, uh, school and work with it. You know, there's a lot of hurdles there, but it's part of the process. Uh, and I do love that part, but, um, you know, kind of, kind of lost track there, but taking that leap of faith and knowing that God will get you there if you stay focused on him uh, and don't have fear. Uh, you just keep going. Uh, do the next thing to get you closer to the goal without fear. And then you will find yourself gaining a lot of momentum too. And you'll start to believe the process more uh, and just it'll get easier. Um, so I'm, it's way easier now than when it was when I signed up. And so you just got to take that first step, uh, that first leap of faith. It's, it's definitely once you um i think being grounded in that faith and trust um in god just on that plan whatever it is i mean it's like you, you you can go through life and there are whatever you you pray for or you want to do um you never know what doors are going to be open to you just the slight thought in your head of thinking about an iron man that's an open door and you decided I'm going to go through that door. I don't know what's going to be on the other side. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to go with it. And I'm just going to keep going. Um, kind of same thing with us. Like Clark was saying, open a business. None of us had any clue how to do that. Um, still figuring out it's a day to day, month to month process. Um, even in terms of, you know, programming, lifting all of these things, it is a, a daily process and you just have to keep trusting it, keep praying for it, keep asking help for it. Something you said earlier um, is always learning and seeking that. Uh, something sometimes that I, I say to my young athletes, you know, obviously not everyone likes school. You know, I don't, I don't ask you guys to be straight A students. You know, not everybody needs to go to college if you don't want to. But one of the things that I tell them is that school isn't necessarily everything, but education is key because education, you can just, you can learn anything anywhere, you know, especially with all the resources online these days. Um, you can learn anything. You can get better at anything. All you need is that determination and just keep pushing for it. Yeah. And I think, I think another big thing is, you know, 
the three of us, we could read business books till we're blue in the face. And Ben could read Iron Man training, training books till he's blue in the face. And you're still not going to actually know what you're doing fully and be able to learn at your full potential until you actually start to do it. And that's why what we were talking about before and what you were just saying, Jesse, is it's so crucial to get started into something so you can be educated and you can learn more about it. You know, in the PT profession, in the PT world, one of the core values and thing we talk about all the time is being a lifelong learner. You're always learning. You're always doing something to get more knowledge and and gain credentials. You're never going to know everything about a topic and you certainly shouldn't wait until you're an expert to start something. You know, Michael Jordan didn't, wasn't an expert at basketball when he entered the NBA, you know, his teams were not good when he entered the NBA for the first couple of years, he became an expert by playing and practicing and working hard every day and actually putting himself out there to train and be the best. And I think that's something that you need to, to carry out in your everyday life. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, like this is like one of the things I've learned the most from, from you, Ben, like, and it's motivated me not only like through baseball, but, just like through life in general is like, you're always like, you're always seeking a new challenge and like nothing is ever like too big for you. And like, I I like specifically remember like being in left field my freshman year. And like, I think we were like, just as outfielders, we were just kind of talking about life and like, you know, some people had it all figured out like, Oh, I'm going to go work on my dad's farm after college. Like I'm going to go be an accountant after college and stuff. And I just remember you saying like, I have no idea what I'm going to do after college, but I'm going to do whatever it takes to be successful and be the best person I can be. And like, like you probably don't understand, but like that, like that stuck with me. And then like, like going up going to Hawaii with you and like being a teammate of yours and like working closely with you, like you definitely like motivated me to always like seek that new challenge to always kind of just be a student, whether you're a master of a certain subject or you've, never done something before and you're just looking to learn from something um that's like one of the things that like I've learned the most from like our friendship is that um never be afraid never think something's too big because when you put your mind to it when you put the faith in God like anything is achievable yeah uh I mean that's amazing I didn't know that um but that's pretty cool uh one one of the things that it's been ingrained in me uh just through life experiences you know I've had different life experiences that have allowed me to have different perspectives um for one this is kind of my backstory when I was 10 uh, my mom was in a car accident and she's paralyzed from the neck down still alive uh by the grace of God uh somehow you know so many different times uh, in the last 11 years where she could have uh could have passed and still amazing. But, you know, my point being is that I've seen so much struggle. Um, I've seen her struggle a lot uh, and take on challenges, you know, with, with a smile on her face. Um, so that kind of ingrained that into my head, you know, seeing what, what she's gone through. Um, there's nothing that I have faced yet that has been harder than what I've seen. So I've always had that kind of uh, just a, an excellent role model. Uh, in a way. And then also, you know, when I was 17, I, I was uh, in an accident playing baseball and I uh, lacerated my liver. Uh, and so that put me in the hospital for three months. Uh, well, actually, I put me in the hospital for a month and then on bed rest 
uh, for a total of three months, but I lost uh, all my gains in the gym. You know, I was uh, putting up some powerlifting numbers, getting ready for the senior year of football, and um, I lost about 30 pounds, um, not being able to eat and whatnot. But uh, that mental struggle as well, and being able to come back from that, uh, once I was uh, released to run, but I couldn't play contact sports, I uh, kind of made the decision to run cross country. So that kind of, uh, those experiences ingrained in me, you know, there's no challenge too big. There's no um, obstacle that you can't make it through uh, if you just stay focused and stay positive. Um, and so I, I look at those as uh, gifts in a way, you know, I, I'm an optimist, you know, I, I got to, I have an interesting set of experiences that I can share with the world. Uh, and I didn't know that you had uh, taken from that, but it, it kind of it validates it to me that I should just keep, keep that mindset and keep going with, with taking on big challenges, even though, you know, it might not be the funnest thing for me because, you know, no days off for the next five months uh, doing cardio every day. I mean, that's not entirely fun. Um, but it's worth it to see it pay off whenever you can uh, impact others um, and use the gifts that God has given you. So um, thank you for saying that. And it's definitely motivating to me to keep going. Yeah, having those having those kinds of personal experiences is, is a big thing. And I can relate to that with the health issues that my own brother has had, um, you know, near death things and the miracles that God has blessed my family with. But I think having that type of, of mindset to push yourself to do certain things um, through the experiences that you've gone through or that you just see in general in life, everybody has different struggles. Um, it hits everybody differently. But having a, a, a mindset and attitude of, of deep, deep gratitude, empathy, and compassion for all these hard things that go in life but still the ability for some of these people to continue on in life with a smile on their face. I mean, I mean, that just, you know, shows you what people are capable of doing and shows you like, you need to be grateful and have a lot of gratitude for every great moment that happens in this life. So why not push yourself to be better um, in any, any way possible that you want to push to be better at um, whether that's in your faith and fitness um, your business, your family, your relationships, whatever it is, push to be the best you and, and others around you. Create that environment. Um, help other people and they'll help you. Um, it's a big thing. We need more of that in the world. We got to be the change. Got to be the change. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just knowing that what you're doing could, could stop at any point um, life's short, you know, anything could happen, you know, why waste time? Uh, just be the change. Like you said, you got to take action, um, and stay motivated to, to make good things happen, you know, because, uh, it's what you guys talked about uh, in the last podcast, um, about, you know, being ready for the situations life throws at you. Um, and it was more of a physical thing that you guys were talking about, you know, being able to uh, run somewhere in a time of need or help somebody out. Um, what I've noticed in my life is that being ready mentally, because uh, you don't know when life's going to hit you with a ton of bricks. Uh, and so if you kind of choose your own struggle, 
you're more equipped to handle those mental struggles. Um, so, I mean, that's one thing that endurance is teaching me is just how to persevere. Um, and whenever life does come at you, um, to stay strong, stay mentally tough, um, and to keep going. Uh, cause you got to, you got to have that. And you said that the world needs more of that. You know, we're all capable of it, but if, could you, if you, could you guys imagine if everybody, uh, kind of looked at each day as a little bit of an opportunity to, to kind of strive for a little bit better, uh, with the difference. <laughs> It'd be great. It'd be great if everybody did that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I think you bring up a very great point. I know we've talked a lot about being ready physically, but yeah, I know we haven't talked about it mentally. And I, I think you bring up an excellent point of that. And just, I, I feel like going through life with a level head, you know, taking the highs and the lows and thinking how that's going to make you better as a person, how you can make others better from those as well. And I think we've all had those experiences. We have all been pushing to just make this world a better place. And I think that's what I really like about the four of us. Yeah. Something that, uh, I mean, just in terms of Ironman training and endurance training in general, the, the mental toughness side of things. I mean, obviously, you know, you experience mental toughness playing team sports or you're lifting. Some days you don't feel like going to the gym. It does to that take some, some mental toughness to push yourself to do things that you don't really want to do. The mental toughness that it takes to run until you don't want to run anymore is just is mind-blowing it's absolutely absurd even even today i had a 15 now grant told me so i had a 15 mile bike ride today you did 25 is that right you did 25 uh so i actually cut it short uh, my okay. tire pressure was getting low and i actually had a little bit of a mishap uh, it was my mm. first time with the pedals that clip into your shoes right and I forgot how low the, the triathlon bike is to the ground. So when I went on a turn, I knocked my chain loose and almost oh no. wiped out. So, I mean, I was feeling like, you know, I put in 17. I was like, All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the win today. It's still my practice week. So yeah. I stopped there. Um, but anyways, just my point is like when I was at even, it was like the last just two or three miles of the bike ride. It was just like, I'm, I'm over this. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> But it's like in terms of competing for an Ironman, I mean, I was doing, I was at mile like 13 and I was ready to be done. You know, obviously you train to bike ride a hundred miles, but um, the, the mental toughness it takes in endurance training is just, it's unbelievable. Sometimes within the fitness um, industry and stuff, you kind of have that power lifter, strong man, you know, you look at somebody who is, who was a marathon runner and it's like, Oh, look at that skinny guy over there. He can't, you know, what's he going to do? He can't lift. He's not this strong or whatever, but it's like, dude, the mental toughness of some of those people that run like a 15 mile, 20 mile run is like, no problem is it's, it's crazy. And you, and you, you learn to respect it when you do it. I've definitely learned to have a lot more respect through not just my own training, but also as a coach of, hopefully more, more people who are at the adult age, but also just um, younger age kids, high school, middle school. Um, you learn to respect all aspects of it. Um, having the gratitude of what you're capable of doing and what you're not capable of doing, but what other people are absolutely amazing at. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
and one thing that you mentioned is is just the struggle of it and one thing it's a mental game it's a mental struggle uh, but it's also a game that you can play and the thing is what thing about humans is that we're all equal in the fact that we have struggles we all have different struggles but we all have struggles and whenever you're able to get out of the moment and and say hey i made it through this uh, in the past I, I made it through that i'm here today like i'm still alive i'm breathing like you can play that mental game uh you know be like look what i've already done in my life it's easier to keep going a little bit further you know if you've For gone sure. in four days in a row and you don't feel like going on the fifth day it's like well wait a minute i just went four days in a row like why can't i go another day you know yeah. it, it, it's definitely a mental game uh but you have to you do have to play the mental game uh, and you gotta, you gotta draw on past experiences for it. At least that's the thing I've found most effective is, is using my past struggles to show me how strong I am in that moment of uh, wanting to quit. Cause it happens. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. We are going to take a quick intermission. Uh, we'll be back here in a couple minutes and we'll see you guys after one. All right. We are back from intermission. Uh, Jesse turn over to you i know you have some questions yeah so we're talking about a lot of mental toughness stuff um which again is incredible but one of those things that just helps um training overall whether you're kind of general public you're just getting into fitness or more at the elite level um the importance of nutrition and especially when you're doing endurance training you're beating your body up pretty hard and i think one of those things like even what i felt today um, I mean, it was, it was basically almost an hour and 30 minutes of, of cardio. Um, and it with an hour, a little bit of an over an hour bike ride and a half hour run earlier today. I mean, I still feel it like my central nervous system is just taxed. Like I was dead afterwards. And I think that's one of those things, how important nutrition is in recovering your body over the course of the day, or with all your endurance training, you're doing pretty much every day is mostly two sessions. So you, your nutrition in between workouts needs to be important and preparing your body for the next day. Um, what ha I guess my question to you is what has your nutrition been like in the past um, and how has it changed now and moving forward for Ironman prep? Yeah, and I kind of did gloss over it. I know I just said it's important, and I didn't say much else about it, but <laughs> it is probably the most vital thing ab about it, because without it, um, I probably will fail. Um, so the nutrition, it's something I'm learning a lot about, uh, and it's it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do it is because I've always kind of... Uh, I've kind of lacked in that, in that category, um, in terms of fitness, you know, I would just kind of eat whatever, just because I was working out hard. Um, but nutrition now, you know, in the past it was, you know, if I was eating chicken and rice and a vegetable and, uh, you know, eggs for breakfast, you know, I was having a, I was on a pretty good routine, um, something decent for lunch. Um, so that was kind of in the past, what would be really good for me. But now I, uh, I've, I've done some research into what it will take while I'm actually training and then also throughout the day. And I'm on a plan where I'm doing four to, four to six meals a day um, and good uh, lean meals. And some of them are like shakes and whatnot. And so uh, I, I'm 
kind of a, I gotten connected to a, a supplement superstore. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but you know, they're pretty solid with their, with their knowledge there. And one of the things I'm taking to start my day is uh, a green smoothie. So I'm, I'm doing a, a fruit smoothie with some almond milk and this Opti greens powder, which is covering a lot of, uh, of my vegetable intake and a lot of, it's going to help me with the recovery uh, and things like that. And just kind of staying focused on my diet. It's not going to make me want to crave as much. Um, so that's kind of how I'm starting my day. I was with like a smoothie, you know, a pretty big one, uh, cause I'm still going to be burning a lot of calories. Uh, and then while I'm at work, uh, I'm at, I'm on the, my feet all day long. Uh, I'm working for a sports store. Um, kind of just on my feet all day long, uh, doing a lot of things. And so I'm eating, <clears throat> ate a lot of fruit, uh, while I'm at work, uh, fruit and nuts, you know, carbs are not a bad thing when you're burning so many calories. Uh, one of the things when I started cardio during the pandemic, I kind of went on a little keto tangent, uh, just cause I was leaning out so much. I thought it was a, a good idea, but, uh, some good carbs, some good fats, um, I ate a salad at lunch, uh, with an entire avocado, uh, an apple, uh, an orange and just a lot of lettuce, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a decent amount of food. It's just like that good food. Um, a protein shake covers it uh, a couple of big scoops of protein, um, after my workout. And so that's, that puts me at three meals a day. Uh, and I'm, I'm really not getting too much more hungry than that. Uh, so at dinner, I'll have uh, some chicken breasts, maybe one or two chicken breasts. Or if I get like the smaller ones, I'll just, I'll fill my pan up with it. I don't, <laughs> I need to portion better. I'm still learning uh, in that department. So, so do you track or not yet? I'm not tracking. Uh, okay. I'm just going off, off a of feel basically. Um, you know, what, what am, am I hungry? What is my body needing? Um, how's training responding to it. And so just kind of basing it off, you know, how's my body feeling in training and am I recovering well enough? Uh, and so far, you know, it's been all good. Um, I've been doing the distances of the, of week one of the program for like the past three weeks now, uh, just to kind of get those dialed in, um, you know, and things are going pretty well with that. Um, that's kind of adds up to four meals a day. Um, I don't need much else. Um, I do a cup of rice with that chicken at night and, and then a serving of vegetables. So, um, that's, it's been really good, uh, when I've been disciplined the last couple of weeks, uh, as you guys know, when life gets busy, um, it's easy to lose the discipline. Um, sure. with yeah. You know, grad school has been kind of like a thorn in my side uh, throughout this because I just want to get focused on this training because it it seems like it's got more of a serious tone to it than my uh, than my GPA does. <laughs> you know, if I, show up, <laughs> if I show up September twelfth, not ready. You know, that could be a it could be a bad day. Yeah. No, I I definitely feel you with the school thing. I like. <laughs> There are just some nights where, like, I'll have a very good deadlift night at the gym, and it's like, well, time to go type a three and a half page paper, and it's just like, man, rough. It's, it's hard to balance all that out, um, and keeping that nutrition, you know, it, it can always be easy whether you're uh, driving in between, play, you know, going to work, going home, 
um, you know, it can always be easy to just stop by a fast food place and just eat whatever, but definitely having the um, nutrient dense foods is pretty important. Um, having a, a pretty good balance, especially with that endurance training, man, those carbs are important. Yeah. Um, more, more important than you think. It's not just, it's not just about calories. Um, but ha- having the appropriate um, carbs is certainly a important. I imagine as you get more into, into your, your training and having nutrition planned out, it's like understanding, okay, eating certain kinds of foods, um, my training doesn't respond very well to that. Um, either you feel super bloated or something like that. So having easier digestible foods definitely makes a difference. And even a lot of people, if you're just generally training for an hour, an hour and a half at the gym, you don't really think about your um, current training or your in-training nutrition. You know, whether it's, you know, you just have a bottle of water with you. But a lot of times when you get into that endurance, especially like for other people to understand what an Ironman I think I'm pretty sure an Ironman average time is around 13 hours. Yep. I'm pretty sure. So like, imagine just training for 13, <laughs> for 13 hours. You can't just, okay, I'm going to eat a big meal and I'm going to just send it for 13 hours. Body doesn't, body doesn't work that way. You're going to burn out pretty quick. Um, so it's like having the appropriate nutrition to, you know, if you have to bike ride for an hour and a half, like just continuous movement, that's crazy. So even a marathon, a good marathon, if you can run a a three hour marathon, that's impressive. So you're in training nutrition with some type of carb supplement. There's so many different things out there. Um, Carbohydrate supplements, um, maybe you're taking creatine or BCAAs during it. There's so many different things um, and different aspects of nutrition having a good amount of protein, um, your digestion, something else to think about 13 hours. You gotta, gotta eat food. That's not going to back you up or anything or make you sick. Uh, it's just that that's things that happen. I've listened to other things about nutrition. It's like when these big time athletes prepare for these massive competitions, whatever it is, it's like, Oh, um, I avoid this certain type of food or these kinds of fats or I avoid spicy food, um, whatever it may be. I, I lower my sugar because of inflammation. Um, there's just, there's a lot of things that go into it. So making that a priority is definitely going to help your training. 100%. And it is, it's a priority that I'm bringing more <laughs> focus now. Um, and talking to the people at the <clears throat> store they're teaching me a lot um on what to do outside of the supplements um but like you said during the race you know i think on average you know you need to supplement about every 45 minutes you need to be eating something uh taking some calories some carbs uh so your body can can keep going and so for every 45 minutes for 13 hours um you kind of have gotta have that dialed in uh, and know what works for you. I mean, you're up. basically you're basically eating like 13 to, you know, 15 snacks. It's almost. It's like. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be crazy, and a lot of that you can get through drinks, like sport drinks. You can get a lot mm-hmm. of uh, carbs and things like that. 
Uh, one of the things I'm taking now is called intraformance. It's like a intra workout drink where right. I think it's some BCAAs in it uh, and some other things that seems to work pretty well for me. Um, it's, it's an, it's an endurance drink. So, um, I drank it today while I was on the bike. I felt pretty good. Um, I just, I called it a night, um, cause I needed to, but my body has responded well with minimal, um, prioritization of these, uh, elements. Mm-hmm. So I, I do need to get it in line, uh, and dialed in. Uh, for these longer sessions and when I do pair these up together. Um, but I feel like I'm in a good spot to start learning about it um, and to start uh, probably experimenting with it too, because everyone's different. Uh, that's the thing about nutrition. Um, it's different for everyone. Yeah. And I think for people that are listening, um, especially probably a little bit on the um, beginner intermediate side of fitness, maybe. Um, I don't know anyone who's an elite athlete that listens to us. (laughs) Um, but understanding how important your nutrition is, and it's not necessarily that you, that you need to track. I mean, whatever we're trying to, whatever changes you're trying to make in your lifestyle, just making one small difference. Um, and being consistent with that is going to be a big deal. It was like something I said, uh, a week or so ago in one of our podcasts, like just make, you know, if you're drinking a ton of soda, just make one change, just, you know, over the next 30 days, if you're drinking three cans of soda, make it one can of soda and then everything else drink like water. If you make that kind of change, don't focus on all these other things and try to do everything at once. Um, it can get overcomplicated, but I think it can also take time. Like you said, you listen to, how your body's responding to the training. And as long as your body's feeling good, you're getting the results that you want. Um, you're not really needing to have to track, having to track all of your food. It's like, you're getting what it seems like a pretty good balance of, of protein, carbohydrates, and fats through good foods. You're eating fruits and vegetables, you're eating meat. Um, and I think overall, if you're eating those nutrient dense, um, more whole foods and stuff like that, and you're getting the results that you want, you don't always have to track your food. Listening to your body is extremely important, not just for the training, but how your um, nutrition is going. It can take time to develop, but it's something that everybody will learn over time is, is listening to your body for sure. Yeah, and you'll know once you do get on a disciplined diet, when you do make a small change, you'll know because you get used to what you're eating and how it's affected you. And when you change something, you feel that change and you know whether it's a good change or a bad change. Uh, And so the the big key there with nutrition is discipline because when you're all over the place with it, you don't really know what is creating the good and the bad, you know? And that's where I have been in the past uh, and I'm excited to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, you could... You could certainly get um, your amount of calories in through eating cheeseburgers by all means, like, like that's some calorie dense food, but especially when you're getting into these elite competitions, um, the, the micronutrients, the vitamins that you're sub you're giving your body through food or supplementation. Um, hopefully food is your priority. And then you supplement on the side where you need to, um, 
getting in those those fine details is really going to make make the difference like you said you take a green supplement in the morning like sometimes for me with that discipline some days where i lack is the the vegetables i love fruits um i always put them in my smoothie but being able to take that green supplement can help me fill in that little bit of a gap there um so it's just helpful that's where supplements and focusing on the the vitamins and minerals in your diet is going to be extremely important yeah i i whenever we talk about this topic i always think of uh michael scott on the meredith palmer or 5k that they put on and he's like give me the fettuccine alfredo before we get running like i always like think about that and then like just like thinking about having to perform for 13 hours i'm like geez, I get so concerned on like what I'm going to eat for a three hour, like powerlifting meet. And it's like, well, and even for a three hour powerlifting but... meet, it's like your lift lasts like five seconds. Yeah. And so then... it's like, like, it, I mean, in terms of a power, a whole, an entire powerlifting meet could go all day. Yeah. But in terms of your actual amount of competition, I mean, if you do, that's like, two minutes worth of a minute or two minutes worth of lifting yeah i mean nine attempts five seconds 45 seconds of yeah. of exercise like i mean there's a lot that goes into it you got different attempts you got you know the amount of energy it takes to hype you up and things like that but yeah it's all different yeah i mean it's just it's different monsters and you just learn to appreciate like the different factors that that play into just different types yeah. of sports i mean even baseball too like i mean you don't need 600 milligrams of caffeine to get ready for baseball. Cause like, you're going to be standing around for three hours. Like it's just, yeah. it's all just different. And, and especially even like on the bodybuilding side of things, you don't even think about um, when those guys are on stage to get that amount of um, vascularity and leanness, you got to understand how depleted those guys are of, of water and everything. Um, I mean, sometimes I've seen, you know, if you watch the different bodybuilding documentaries on Netflix or, or whatever, it's like, sometimes there's these guys are on stage flexing as hard as they can and they're cramping and they can't, they can't stop. Like, you know, they'll get a a cramp in their calf and they're like, I got to stay up here. I got to flex. I got to smile. Um, I got to do all these things and keep moving. And it's, it's, uh, you learn to respect the different um, aspects of different sides of fitness. Exactly. Exactly. Clark, did you want to add anything? No, you know, the nutrition thing isn't, isn't my department. Typically, um, I'm doing what Ben does. I do what feels right. Um, I'm not doing a ton of tracking. Um, I don't really have much more to add other than that. Um, talking about nutrition as Grant is chugging a fair life chocolate milk. (laughs) And we got to get the macros in for the day, you know? Yeah, but I make sure I, I do a rough estimate of macros and I'm making sure I'm eating things that, you know, usually if you think it's healthy, it is healthy. And like I always say, if you have to wonder if it's healthy or not, it's probably not healthy. Yeah, that's um, a good way. So, you know, I, being a pretty skinny person to begin with, um, being pretty naturally skinny, I usually am not as concerned about tracking them. Um, it is something I should be a little better about. Uh, but yeah, in terms of nutrition as a whole, you know, with how it affects my body and how, 
you know, certain foods are better than others. I'm not as super, as knowledgeable as you guys. So I just kind of let you guys have the floor and learned a lot myself today too. But um, I definitely really liked what I heard today. It definitely motivated me, you know, thinking about starting powerlifting, you know, I've been a little skeptical about it. I'm kind of doing a, like a full heads on approach, but really hearing how Ben is basically doing a marathon for three different things more than a marathon for biking 110 miles, running a marathon and swimming for who knows how long they, uh, that definitely motivated me, you know, to do a, a, a powerlifting program where at the end I'm going to have to do a five second lift, you know, not taking anything away from powerlifting programs or the powerlifting community, but, um, it definitely motivated me a lot and I'm glad we had you on. Yeah. yeah thank you. I appreciate that. And it's, I don't want to minimize anything that anybody else is doing. Everybody starts somewhere. Uh, and I'm not even, I'm not at that level. You know, I got to get to that level, but I'm not there right now. So don't think, you know, I can't do that. You know, I can't get there or discount it. You know, everybody's got their, their starting point or where they're at. So um, it's a big goal. And that's it. It's a, it's a goal right now. It's, it's not uh, completed. I haven't done it yet. So don't, uh, don't think of it that way, but think of it as uh, for what it is, you know, it, it's something to strive for. And that's, we all have something to strive for uh, something bigger. So, yeah, I think that's a massive, um, a big, really big realization point for so many people is that saying it's not about where you start it's where you finish so don't don't underestimate or don't belittle yourself or other people of where they're starting because everybody's on their own their own kind of journey everybody's on their own growth um, path and everyone's just trying to be better so you know encourage people to be the best version of themselves um, help people any way that you can and, you know, a lot of our stuff is based on, on faith and fitness. So it's, there's a fine line between pushing people to be better and, and then turning it into, um, I guess, bullying or judging people. We're all going to start somewhere different. Just keep pushing people to be better. Yeah. And I know you guys kind of know where to, where to find us on social media with STG Fitness for our Instagram at stg.fit. We got all three of us are on Instagram, but, um, for Ben as a resource too, Ben, do you want to say your Instagram handle so we can give the listeners or the listeners can give you a follow? Sure. Uh, it's just my name with an underscore at the end. Um, ben Kettlecamp. Kettlecamp is a, gets misspelled a lot. It's K-E-T-T-E-L-K-A-M-P. Um, but yeah, you know, that's about it. I, I am putting a lot of uh, updates on Instagram. Uh, not so much in the past couple of weeks, but with this training program starting up uh, in next week, I'm going to be posting pretty regularly and uh, I'm going to keep you guys updated as well. Um, Cause I'd love to hear it. Yeah. It's honestly what I'm doing and what you, you guys are doing are, are so closely al aligned that, you know, I'm, I'm just thrilled that you guys have had me on the podcast uh, and to talk with you guys, you know, it's good to be, uh, surrounded by people that are on the same mission as you. Uh, I, th I think we've all heard that before, but it, it does make a difference. Yeah. Absolutely. Hopefully as the, uh, as STG grows and stuff, um, definitely, <clears throat> definitely have 
I'm pretty sure we can all agree. The three of us can agree to uh, have plans um, and bring you along in some way, because I can agree that um, especially after talking on this podcast, like we're definitely all on the same page about things and, and in ways to move forward with faith and fitness. So it's pretty awesome. Love this uh, episode. And when, not, not if, when uh, you complete your Ironman (laughs) challenge, um, we'll have to have you back on the show again. Yeah. I got to do a recap. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, maybe a little update in the middle too. Uh, cause I like mm-hmm. the nutrition thing. I, I know you're curious about that cause you're, you're focused in that area. I am going to learn so much more than what I just told you guys. Uh, it might change completely. So yeah, uh, I'd, be, I'd be interested to see what happens there. Learn it, learn it by doing it. <laughs> yeah, best, way, best way to go about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, I will be sure to tag Ben's Instagram in the description of this episode and yeah we'll ben, probably we, tag them in our story tomorrow too oh it's gonna be all over after, after a little absolutely. uh motivation we gotta find a motivation monday for tomorrow absolutely but ben thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us tonight and, and talk about your journey uh talk about some personal experiences and yeah we're definitely gonna we need to make sure we have you on throughout your prep and then also post a uh, iron man challenge and yeah, looking forward to what lies ahead for all of us and definitely a lot of exciting things in the future. So without further ado, uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. Be sure to check out the shirt drop. You'll see that on our Instagram and basically all of our social media platforms um, throughout the week. Next Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, stgfitness.com. Get yourself both the shirts. They are the most comfortable shirts in the world. But uh, yeah, one last thank you to Ben. Look forward and wish you the best of luck in your prep. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. We'll see you later. See you guys. Bye-bye.